You're listening to the best breakfast show in the land. The Takeoff. Exclusive to well, Radio 2000. On the show, uh, we're going to be hanging out with Clint Brink. Um, he's going to be here for an hour. So if you want to tweet anything, it's at Radio 2000 underscore ZA. Use the hashtag The Takeoff or you can use the hashtag 2 million gang gang. In case you are confused, it's Tino, Scandal, <laughs> Bradley, Generations, Sean Jacobs. Backstage, I'll that guy. <laughs> so he's going to be hanging out with us. Uh, Clint Brink is in the building. Hey. Okay, let me try and find him on mic. <laughs> <laughs> I've got you on mic now. Yeah, there we go. I, I want to hear that baritone first. <laughs> yes, yes, Clint. Good morning. So thank you for joining us. Good morning, yeah, thank uh, you. Thank you for waking me up on my off day for me to be early here. <laughs> nice. I love it. That was the best. Right? Listen, yes. on social media, uh, at Radio 2000 underscore ZA, um, and there's also cameras in studio. So at Radio 2000 underscore ZA on Instagram, on Facebook, yes. we are live. You can watch it. And Unala said it's just Radio 2000 on YouTube. Yeah, you just type in Radio 2000 on YouTube. The live is going to appear right there. There is only one Radio 2000 after all. You know what I mean? Okay. I mean, all the... Okay, uh, we are here. First of all, you look good. Um... Clint, you look really good. You, you know, wow. you know, on those adverts when they say "as seen on TV." <laughs> yeah, yeah, this is quite <laughs> literally okay um, with the shades and everything because yes. he's a rock star. Do you know what I mean? You know, you know that first thing in the morning. <laughs> actors always have that first thing. You know, musicians and yeah. actors yes. they have a five o'clock interview. You know, they feel yes. like it. I just felt like I needed to come in here looking like the white morphine. <laughs> <Yes. laughs> no, you do. <laughs> no, I, 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 I mean, I say that because obviously. Back in the day, you were like the heartthrob in this thing. And I often find that as the years go, ah, the looks don't, but you, yo, the looks are still there. Brother, okay. I've, got a, I've got in-house competition. My wife is 11 years younger than me. She's a pro So athlete. you have to... Nice. It's pressure. Nice. So I, I stay in the gym. <laughs> pro athlete, what does she do? Uh, she was the 100-meter record holder in uh, hurdles for Namibia. Yes, girl. She played sevens rugby for Free State. Nice. She was the strength and conditioning Judo. coach. For the uh, Namibian under 21 rugby team, she's two time South African wrestling champion. Hey, hey, um, and she was uh, Miss Namibia. All-rounder. And she was Miss Namibia. What? And, she, and she did Survivor. <laughs> what? Two yeah. years ago, yeah. Can I so please she, have a number? I need she's to like have a an superhero, with her right? Too. No, I, just, really I feel like the ordinary her. guy married to superhero. <laughs> <You're> just that <laughs> like <kid>. Superman. <laughs> Listen, if you're wondering what's happening, okay? Um, I know 2000, guys, you want characters, okay? Backstage, yes. Sean. <laughs> that guy, it's him. Um, also Pinnerlanders, also Generations. Uh, Generations was Bradley. Yes, Bradley Cooper. Um, and also Tino uh, from Scandal. Scandal. MTV Sugar, because there's movies. Like I can literally spend the whole hour doing an intro, and I'm not going to do that. Also artist, because sings, songs out. Wow. Uh, basketball player. Um, Ex-basketball player, bro. Ex. No, X. jump shot gone. You know, it's still there, but that's basically it. <laughs> that's it. That's because the jump shot never yeah. goes away. So, so Clint, um, I mean, let's go back. Um, if if I'm correct, uh, you're from Pal, right? I am, sir. Um, Pal is a very small town. Yeah. Um, it it might have been 2018 or 2019, somewhere there. I was shooting something for MTV. Um, that's why I wasn't sure if it was because I'm trying to get the place. And some guy randomly we're at the corner store and we're shooting. And it's like, oh, you're from TV. He's like, no, 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 no. Clint is also from here. He was at primary school. He was a, a, a yeah. prefect. Were you a prefect at primary yeah, school? I was head boy at, at yes. primary school. Really? Yeah. Yeah, he was telling us he's from here and he's the biggest thing in our time. In our time. What's it like when you go back 
Paul? Because Paul, not a lot of people from Paul make it to the kind of stages that you've made it to. You know what? I have to be honest. For uh, I've been seeing actually, there's a lot of people coming that coming that came, up, yeah. yeah, that came from Paul. You know, either rugby players or even people from TV. There's a there's a couple like a friend of mine, um, Bradley Ulafir. He is with me on yeah. on Benalanders. Yeah, uh, he won the Clint Brink Trophy um, for artistic excellence at my high school, and he ended up. You know, he's working with me at Benalanders. That's amazing. So, but going back home, I think they just tell everyone else that they never they never say that to yeah. me. <laughs> you know, yeah, yeah, but um, it's I like it. I love it because those are the people who know me for me. You know, they saw me in my developing years, my my forming years. Yeah, yeah. Uh, twenty years odd in. I mean, you've you've literally been around for almost twenty years. Yeah, twenty two years professionally. 20, sure. That's crazy. It's mad. What are your highlights? Because I know we've got our own highlights, and we're still gonna take you back to backstage because that's yeah. where we're gonna start. But what are your highlights to you? Look. I have to be really honest. Um, I was I was interviewed recently, and I was asked, you know, what's the best storyline that you've ever done? You know, best mm. piece of acting or body of work that you feel that you've um, been able to create and be a part of at this point. And I was just like, you know what? I treat every second on set like I am still that guy who needed that's that amazing. job from the beginning. I've never stopped having that mindset. You know, I think that's what keeps me hungry. It's what keeps me sharp. It's yeah. what keeps me present in the moment and never, never get to the point where I start believing my own hype, you sure. know, because this game is something else. Mm -hmm. You can be great for 10 years and you can do one bad storyline and people will like, uh, he's done. He's that shot, guy's actually you know, horrible. It's over. He's over. Yeah. And also, you know, public perception plays a big role in who we are as artists. How people perceive you, it might not necessarily be the truth, but how they perceive you will definitely have an impact on how you work. Mm -hmm. um, let's go back to backstage. I mean, that's the first time that we, I, and I say the general public, obviously saw you. And I could be yeah. wrong. You were probably 18, 19. 19 years super old. Super young. Yeah. What? I mean, we've spoken on the show that if we're talking mm -hmm. like famous people, backstage days, and those were the first real celebrities that we connected with. Yeah. Did you know how big the show was when you started? Did you, did you have an expectation of how big of a brand you're going to be from your first real big show? Never. Never, never, never. I was just a younger kid who came out of film school who wanted to, you know, just um, do some impressive work and really challenge myself and find out if I really have it, what it takes to, to, to have a career in the industry. Because it's easy sure. to have one gig, you know, and mm. do two gigs and puff your chest out and you're the man. But I mean, have longevity mm. and consistently and improve as, as years That's go insane, by. right? So um, I remember Mfundi Vundla called us in when they were still shooting the trailer at the, yeah. at the castle. And yeah. I walked in and um, everyone's like, Sean. And I said, no, 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 I'm Clint. I'm looking for uh, Mr. Vundla. They were like, Sean. okay, cool. Yeah, let me just take you to this holding area. <laughs> Went to the holding area. They're like, Sean. I said, no, Clint. I don't know who Sean is. Clint. <laughs> but it's not Sean. Me. Yeah, it's not me. Um, I just came to see Mr. Vundla. Oh, he says, yeah, I must come up. So I went up. I went upstairs. Um cranes and jibs and dances and lights and everything you know it was a big uh, big extravaganza yeah, yeah. and he came to me and he said um Fundi Vundla said out of 700 out of 684 people that auditioned for your role I'm choosing you your agent doesn't even know it yet that's wow. crazy I think you have I think you're really talented and I think you're gonna have a, a great career in fact his words to me were 
you're going to be a star and, oh. you, and you'll never be without work and i've oh. never and i've never what been without blessing, work for right? 22 years it's amazing what words can do and how it's they can change so your life so powerful right so powerful yeah when immediately when you walked in i had that starstruck feeling like at, for a second i didn't know what to do no man <laughs> it's you just 9 been, degrees have outside have you ever <laughs> been starstruck though have i ever been starstruck um, I think they have a picture of me with Brian McKnight. Oh, yeah, and I, you know, when you try and pull off that smile, but your smile is yes, like this. Yeah, I was that. I was that guy when it came to Brian McKnight. Um, guys, I had a, I had an opportunity to have a whiskey with Don Cheadle before. Yeah, right? someone told me that. I think, I think that was probably my most nice. starstruck moment. Nice. Yeah, that were, and were the you first able time I saw Jonathan Butlin perform live. Were you able to have a conversation, or were you just sipping and sipping? Because I find when I'm nervous, I just sip and sip. <laughs> Look, I just had a whole uh, basketball outfit on, right? Yeah. So I went up to him, and they were busy. Uh, they did. Hotel Rwanda. Yeah. They had the rap party. Yes. yes. So I saw Don Cheadle and I was like, oh my God, this is Don Cheadle. So I went up to him and I said, Mr. Cheadle, sir, big fan. Um, I'm, an all, I'm also an actor in, in uh, the South African entertainment industry. Um, my favorite movie, and he says, The Rebound. He tells you. Because of the. Like, yeah, but I didn't register because, you know, I said, How did you know? He goes, Well, I was like, oh, damn. <laughs> So he said, My wife had to go to bed early. Uh, she's not feeling great. Um, but I ordered a whiskey. Do you want to have a, no have a way. sit down with me? Yeah, man. I had like a solid couple of minutes with Don Cheadle having a whiskey, telling me about the film industry that side, yeah. saying that usually the first African-American guy who gets a movie script in the States, if they wanted to be big and have crossover appeal, he said it's Will Smith. The rest of us wait. That's <laughs> incredible. Sure. You know, um, so it was great. Yeah. We've got Clint Brink uh, in the studio. Hashtag 2 million gang gang on Twitter. At Radio 2000 underscores that you can actually watch it live because that's where we are. And we'll also be putting up pictures because Dino keeps on looking at me for pictures. Yes, Dino, the pictures are coming, okay? Uh, we're going to take them now when we come back. Uh, I'm not surprised that this is the kind of sound that you listen I to. I expect because that. <laughs> right? Why? You okay, are that guy. Yeah, what, you're that guy. What guy is this? Firstly, you, the- you are the heartthrob that everybody had a crush on. And then we expect you to kind of... <laughs> Play along with it, you know, <laughs> and be the smooth <laughs> operator in real life. <laughs> no, no, so what are you saying? He's playing along with the fantasy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I'm yeah, like yeah, typecasting yeah. myself. He's typecasting yeah. himself. Yeah. So, so, so I wasn't, I wasn't surprised that you chose this song because obviously, yeah. um, you also sing, right? I do, yeah. Um, but sing, sing. You know, you know how everyone thinks that they sing. There's the singing, then there's your singing <laughs> with songs out, like where someone can actually sing. And I'm hoping before we're done. We'll play your song and I'm hoping that you're actually going to sing because we can actually sing. Hey, let's see what the vocals do first thing Yay. in the morning, you know. Was it ever a struggle for you to pick on which one? Because I found that in this industry, it's very difficult to yeah. almost do both. You almost yeah. have to choose one. Otherwise, you are the singing actor or you are the, or you are the actor that sings. There we go. Sings. You know, that's basically what it is. And um, music requires, like I think any, any, any art form requires what it requires. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, if you do music, it's going to require all of you. If, you. if you're an actor, it's going gonna, it's gonna to require all of you. Yes. So um, the thing that I struggled with the most was finding a good structure, like a good team that could actually support me in what it is that I was mm-hmm. doing. But um, at that time, we were doing like hard R&B, man. No yeah. one else was really doing that sound, you know. So yeah. it, all of the record labels used to say, look, we people, people love international sound and international r international yeah it just never it just never it just never pops off here um but the first single that we released i remember when it was down in cape town playing and people called in they were like yeah what's that new boys to men single that you guys (laughs) you're like no (laughs) they said no this is this is a guy from cape Cape town Town. that's doing this and they couldn't fathom it you know but 
Either or. Um, it's not that I would like to say that... Um, no, you can say it. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I think I'm a bit of a pioneer. I'm a, I think I'm a bit yes. of an, an, an envelope pusher. You know, I've always been that type of guy to see how far I can take things and, you know, what, what's new. And I never really wanted to go with, with everyone else. I, I never, I'm not, I'm not a hype man, you know. I'm yeah, not Spliff yeah, Star. Yeah. I don't need a Spliff <laughs> Star. I don't, I don't want to, if everyone's going down that direction, I go the, the opposite direction. Yeah. Because it's actually what I was taught as well as an actor. You know, they say play against the lines. Play okay. against the script. To keep yourself fresh, you know, okay. to look. Yeah, you're going to stand out. You're going to be something different. Challenge yourself. Uh, I, I always find it interesting when something that generally happens to everyday people happens to someone famous. As I'm Googling 2009, you were arrested. But back then, it was a big deal. Yeah. For weed, right? I was, boss. So, so, so <laughs> you know what I want to know, Clint? So, I, I get it. I'm assuming you had weed in the car. Yeah. Obviously, back there was a big deal. Cops take you in. Paint me a scene of what happens when you get to the holding cells. Because you are famous. Mm. You are famous, famous. And now you are caught. Listen. I ain't got bread, Lilo. So it, it, it was it was that vibe, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. So um, I mean, there were three of us in the car, you know. Yeah. Um, and it was yeah yeah I was young and youthful, mm. you know. Didn't choose Hard my boxing. friends. Yeah, didn't didn't choose my friends properly, <laughs> you know. <laughs> you know, had a little bit too much. Yeah. Um, but we get to the we get to the Linden Police Station right, and we walk in, and uh, and I remember there was this one tall police officer, and he stood there, stood there, and he was like. My man, yes. you are my biggest fan. You are my biggest fan. <laughs> okay. You know, the, you, yeah, okay. you know, I was like, yeah. And I'm there, I'm handcuffed, bro. And he's taking pictures to send <laughs> really? to his family. And I got to pull off that smile. <laughs> they took selfies with you in handcuffs. With me in the cuffs, bro. That Did you go into a cell? I went into the cell the Thursday. I came out the Sunday. No way. Yeah. Yeah, so I was really really pissed off that I got arrested <laughs> oh when you got there yeah when we got there so like, they're like we're not gonna let you you're gonna go here yeah the guy was like no there's no one here bro you're gonna go to the cells so me and this guy oh, no. who got arrested I was like look I I know how this thing works when I I need to do something I'm not gonna be a muppet you know, <laughs> up here in these say, cells you know what, be soft be Bradley out here and you know? light skin and yeah I'm light skin I need you to be know? hard so as soon as we walk into the cell I just start beating on this cat bro no way! Listen, like left, right, and center. No, you're lying. Yeah, no, no, like proper. It's in the cells. In the cell, bro. So everyone else there is just looking at what's going on. Obviously, he goes to sit in one corner, and I just act all tough. Yeah. <laughs> no, you're lying, man. Bro, I promise so you. So you beat the friend that you were with. Yeah, just to was, show your I was, strength. I was also mad because you know he got me into the mix yes. of things. Yeah, I was really, I was really cross. But anyway, <laughs> yeah. And then the criminals are they nice to you? Are they taking selfies? Bro, they everyone is. You? Everyone is completely quiet. No one is saying nothing. Everyone is kind of just like you know looking over the blanket, that grey blanket, <laughs> right? Yeah. <laughs> peering over the blanket, checking out like this. No one's saying. Apparently, you're like two days in. <laughs> someone goes. Uh, can you introduce me Go to Carabo? <laughs> <laughs> and then everyone just burst out laughing, bro. All of the cells, and everyone just had a go, you know. Yeah. Anyway, uh, wow. Uh, we've got Clint Brink in the studio. <laughs> Guys, I can see the WhatsApp lines going crazy, okay? 0605842250. <laughs> if you've got a memory that you want to share with them, if you want to say anything to him, you're more than welcome to do that. We'll also go through a lot of your tweets. Nala uh, Takata on Twitter. As well as at Radio 2000 underscores today. And also, we are live, guys, on all the social media platforms. At Radio 2000 underscores today, you can watch the actual interview Facebook, Instagram, um, and Radio 2000 
online. Okay? Uh, it's 6.30. No, I'm lying. It's 7.30. It is news time. <laughs> that is so funny. <laughs> this is beautiful. Jean Moore. Jean Moore. Yeah. And it actually sounds like a gospel song. It is a gospel song. What about this song is incredible for you? Well, first, you firstly, you know, just l- listening to it, it already appeals to all of my musical sensibilities. Yes. It's, uh, you know, it's neo-soul, R&B, mm-hmm. um, it's contemporary gospel. It's not, you know, traditionally what we know to come from gospel. So for me, that's, you know, that's being risky. And I like, yeah. I like people that take risks. Yes, yeah, yes. Yeah, yeah. So you're and saying... he's just a phenomenal singer. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. yeah. You know, he's incredible. Definitely. And you're saying you actually want to work with him in future. Tell us about your relationship with him. Where is he right now? What's going on? Yeah, so... So Gene is in Houston, Texas. Mm-hmm. Um, it's funny. My wife woke up one morning and then she was like, you know, she needs some inspiration first thing in the morning. And then she went on to um, iTunes and then she just typed in uh, Won't Be Moved. And this guy's single came out and his mm. first single was Won't Be Moved. It was a breakthrough wow. single, right? And I checked out the rest of the album and I loved it. So I started following him, I, following him on Instagram and he, mm-hmm. st- he followed me back and I sent him a message just to say, listen, I just got the album. Congratulations. I wow. really think it's amazing. Next thing you know, you know, we FaceTiming every week. We're calling Jeez, every week. Yeah, what? he's like we, he's like divine friends. If that you believe in that. That is amen you know, to God, that. If God sends you friends, which is what I was praying for. That is incredible. And you say you do want to work with him in future. So is gospel oh, in yeah. the cards for you? Is that something that you're going to be? Yeah, well... Um, I think if I if I take if I take a look back at 22 years of being a young man coming to Joburg in the state that I came in, you know, I mean, I just came out of a car accident. My personally, my life was really difficult. Mm. And uh, what mm. people don't know is that you know, after the car accident that I was in, a week back after that incident happened, mm. I was back at work, and I haven't what? taken a break since in 22 oh. years. I, I really, I, I really want to go. I really want to go details because because I think it's something that touched a lot of us mm. on a personal level, even though. We didn't know her, mm. yeah. Uh, but obviously, we knew her as a character. I want to, I want to pay bills, and I really want us to carry on because it's such sure. a, yo, okay, yeah. Um, before we we went and paid bills, you were speaking about something I think which is so important um, about obviously uh, Omar Rubin. Um, maybe let's go. Back. Were you were you guys dating at the time? Yeah, we were we were dating. So at you the were time, dating. Yeah. Do you remember yeah. how? Do you remember how old you were? Because I know you were young, young, right? Yeah, no, I was Twin. super young. Two, yeah, I mean, I finished backstage at the age, age of twenty-one. Yeah, I think, yeah. And I, and I remember done, then yeah. you guys were like the what do you call it? Like the young power couple. Yeah, she was the yeah. it girl. You were, you the, were guy. The, the it guy. Yeah, I was the dude with the with the afro. <laughs> yes. <laughs> what actually ha- What actually happened? Obviously, we all know she died from a car accident. Yeah. Are you driving? Is she driving? Yeah. Um, is it something that you talk about? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, well, you know, I was I was forced off the road by two cars. We mm-hmm. just kept on driving. Till this day, I've never received a, a message or a letter or someone saying anything, you know. The um, interesting thing for me is that you were in the car with Bonnie. Bonnie Mbuli, right? Bonnie Mbuli was not in the car. You, oh, she wasn't? No, it okay. was myself, Marabini, and her little sister, Lerato. Oh, okay. Okay, yeah, so so you forced you forced off the road? We were forced off the road by two cars. We just kept on driving. Um you know, and, uh, you know, we were rushed to the hospital afterwards. I remember that was maybe the, one of the biggest celebrity stories yeah. of that time. Mm. Yep. I mean, I know you were young, but you guys were the biggest of the biggest. Did you ever get a chance to mourn? Did you ever get a chance to... Because I also remember people were blaming you. Ah, yeah, yeah, he was driving. Mm. I wonder what happened. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What, that was... what happened to you? Because I don't think we even gave you a chance to even deal with it on your own because we're also part of it. Yeah, no, um... 
I think everyone actually saw me deal with it. They just didn't know that they yeah. they were watching me deal with it. All of the work that I had to do, I mean, I was going through through all of that pain, and I didn't have any any um, family here. I didn't really have any support structure. It was me by myself, you know. And I really had back in Cape Town, yeah, yeah. So that's why when I look back at my life and I say 22 years of what I had to make through and who I am today, and I'm still able to be a contributing citizen, you know, and and maybe even deliver something that has more potential to help other people i can only say that i didn't do it by myself yeah. Yeah. but i mean you know, god you, definitely walked with me through yeah. through this entire journey did you yeah. see anyone did you see a psychologist i did went and i help? saw a therapist for about i think i had three sessions but i was just so angry mm. i was so angry that i couldn't that i didn't want to speak to anyone i didn't want to share any of anything that was really special to me i didn't want to share it with anyone yeah. so uh, it just it just so happened to be that you know when they cast me for bradley <laughs> generations he was an angry dude because i was, about, I was an yeah. angry dude i was man. about to say are you acting or are you playing yourself <laughs> listen man well you know what they say art imitates life yeah. i think every every character that you play will definitely yeah. you have to find something in that character that resonates within so yourself cool. as well and it has to resonate so powerfully and truthfully otherwise you will just have a two-dimensional image of what it is that you are creating you know people need to see this as a real life human being so how do you do that Generations was very good with, I, I mean, soapies in general in South Africa, is it doing as well, introducing storylines that sometimes we never see coming. We saw Jason and Senzo, which blew us away. Yeah. But also you came in with dysle- dyslexia, yeah. right? Do you think South African storytelling is still as impactful or are we just trying to get the eyes on the screen, whatever it counts, uh, naked scenes? Yeah, do, do, is there that impact? Is it still there? I think um, if we have to be honest, you know, the creative process is not really a linear process like success. You know, whatever comes to the surface comes to the surface and yeah. wants to be either spoken about or speaks to you and gives, an, gives itself an opportunity to manifest in whatever way it does. So I think whatever happen, whatever is happening in the South African entertainment industry, it's definitely good. We are still finding out how to express ourselves, where we fit into um, with regards to to the rest of the world, and I mean, we have a lot of American culture that we've sampled since we were children. A lot of our TV shows, you know, even the music the that music. we listen to, the way that we speak, you know, the way that we dress. We are still trying to unlearn these things. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, you know, I think I think we've just made pieces yeah, of it a part of our culture, and now we're getting to the point where we're like, well, you know, I don't really need to sound like that. I don't really need to dress like that anymore. Mm. So now. We are finding ourselves. Mm. So I think we have to be patient, really patient with, with ourselves and be kind and lenient. You know, that thing yeah. is a process. Um, she's based in Cape Town. Um, she wants to get into it. And yeah. How, 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 what advice do you have? I mean, you come from Pau. Yes. And you got where you are. So how, yeah, what advice can you give? Yeah, how does someone from Pau, Pau get to Joburg? If you, know, you go to like Pau, I went to, if you go to Pau, you're like, I'm a man, how did this happen? And also, do you have to come to Joburg for it? That's another thing. Yeah. Um, so let me just answer with answer her question. Um, I think the best thing to do would be what all of us do. You know, you search for um, acting agencies mm-hmm. or you search for representation and these people will require headshots and... Um, you know, some level of interaction, either camera in front of the camera interaction, you know, do you have any experience? And then they will source work for you. That's that's basically how it happens for all of us. And then when they say that there's an audition that you have to go show up for, you know, you go out there and you have to kick ass or you you get missed. Yeah. Or you have to just try and try and try But, again. but also, Clint, we cannot deny the fact that people are now creating their own platforms, you know, yes. on, on social media. So yeah. that's is that an avenue that parents can explore for their children? Definitely. I mean, if it, if it gets your face out there, and I mean, um, 
TikTok is virtually it's like the biggest platform in the world. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah, uh, yeah. to to use it, it's free. It's at your disposal, you know. But that's also make makes it a little bit more difficult because now you're in a in an avenue or in a stream where there are many people who are doing the exact same thing. So how do you how do you how get you noticed? Out, you know. Sure. And, and of course, we'll talk about you standing out because you do a lot of other things. Um, you're very big on getting the body right and the mind right yeah. um, and staying fit. So we'll talk about that when we come back. And we're also going to find out the lady that sent the voice. So do you remember her from high school? She didn't say her name. <laughs> yeah, no, but you can always tell with the voice. You can hear the, the person. baby. Yeah, I don't know who she was. High school. I didn't know she was a, you know, a junior or a senior. <laughs> <laughs> I remember high school, ladies. I remember. Mm, I remember <laughs> Whatever. You. <laughs> It's the amazing Boosie with Black Coffee there somewhere playing the beat. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's called Superman. Uh, we're still hanging out uh, with Clint Spring. Thank you, Sviso Clint. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> uh, look, speak to us about fighting. Yeah. I'm trying to find the right way to describe it. Um, uh, you, are, you are so calm and, and so confident, and I'm assuming it comes obviously from you knowing how to fight. How yeah. did you get into the sport, and, and why did you get into the sport? Um, you know, like we, we touched on it earlier, yeah. um, you know, life happenings and, um, you know, that time also coming from this, I think this is, this is why a lot of things are also coming to a boil now in South Africa, you know, with the suicide rate now being 90% because of COVID and the lockdown and everything that happened. I really think that this is actually a point that we were moving toward as a people, whether we were conscious about it or not, Mm. this was going to happen at some point in time. Yeah. And I think now is actually the best time for everyone's stuff, you know, even the ugly stuff to surface so that you can see it, identify it and then deal with it. So, you know, a lot of our colored and black families, we don't necessarily talk about going to a therapist because it no. means that you are mentally weak. In yeah. fact, our, our family units rewards the people who are able to convert stress the best or, or either, even if it means suppressing or hide it. You know, it means that person is the strongest person. That yes. person is seen as the but strongest he's drunk person. drunk every week because he hasn't drunk every week or whatever, you know. Um, and now we are starting to realize that being vulnerable and being open about who you are is really healing. Otherwise, you know, you will bring about your own demise somewhere along the line. So for me then, because it, I felt I was so selfish with my pain, you know, it was something that happened to me. It's something that I needed to figure out for myself. Um, so the, the journey of, of discovering myself and to, to heal myself, Muay Thai was definitely a part nice. of that. It gave me, it gave me a, a, an opportunity. And also at that point in time, you know, I just wanted, I wanted to be destroyed. I wanted, I wanted something to really just yeah. smash me because that's, in, that's how I felt yes. on the inside. And then when I got into the ring with, with people and put myself in that space, um, I actually realized, the first thing that I realized in sparring was... Anger is the first thing that they use against you. They use your sure. own anger against you. You end up defeating what? yourself, yeah. you know. Mm. And that was a huge life lesson for me. I, I went back into the changing room and I was crying. And I realized and my trainer was like, yeah, well, this is, this is the stuff that he teaches you. So everything that I do in my life, whether it's a physical thing, going to the gym, I've done amateur bodybuilding as well. I use all of these elements mm. and i create a template for what success is and what healing is and what therapy is and i embrace suffering because if you don't find something like discipline discipline is suffering but discipline is definitely self-love because you understand what will happen if you if either become the best of you or if you turn into what the worst of you can be you know a thinker 
Clint Brink. That's what you are. I yeah, Oof. I'm I'm definitely a thinker and an observer. I love it. On a lighter note, it is almost new, it's actually news time. Someone here on um, Instagram, humble vicious, says, Bradley, how was it to kiss Charmaine, bruh? <laughs> <laughs> All I can say is, you know, sometimes, uh, sometimes I just have the best job. Oh, you know what I mean? I have the best job. <laughs> and then our friend on the show, Dumisho Masha, says, "My bro, Clint's on the brink in the building. We were on those basketball courts 22 years ago, going hard. Then he went and did kickboxing, and that was the last time I ever dunked on him." Dumisho <laughs> <laughs> Masha does. Yeah, he doesn't look like jump shots. No, that guy, yeah, no, 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 no jump no, shot no, there. No, no. Listen, listen, we'll entertain it. You know, maybe dunking if they had like one of those kiddies rooms and but stuff. But not a real. Come on. <laughs> you know. any, last words, any last words for Jamie Bartlett? We'd be remiss if we didn't use this opportunity. You know, uh, a, a king performer, someone who was the embodiment of, of you know, of artistry of an, of an actor when you walk on set. He was free. He didn't allow himself to be uh, boxed in. Mm. He didn't, you know, he didn't adhere to the rules and regulations. You know, a lot of the time when you're on set with him, it's the Jamie show. Yeah. And, but then you understand that it's just that's that's who he was, you know, powerful, uh, vibrant, loud, but also very sincere. And at the same time can be so close to your heart, you know, really genuine guy. That's uh, it's a it's a it's a big loss for our, for our industry. Clint, I wish we had another hour, but we don't. Thank you so much for coming through. Yeah, I also don't want another hour because you guys are going to invoice me. <laughs> we really hope you enjoy those flowers and keep them safe. Thank and that's you. what today was about. Thank you for coming, thank sir. You, thank you very much. God bless you. May it be a good year for thank you and keep you. on inspiring and you know sharing love and kindness the way that you do. I appreciate it, man. Thank Eight you very o'clock. much. The takeoff live and exclusive to Radio Two Thousand ninety-seven point two to one hundred FM nationwide.